and once again, welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimek. It is great to be with you. Today is July the 13th. It is a Tuesday, and uh, we're going to be focusing this week on, as we go through the Give Up Worry for Good program, we're going to be looking at week five, day two, and this is going to be a good one. You know, the more I think about it, this is a really good week, and, and this is one that I'm enjoying because that I'm enjoying because it's all about when the rubber hits the road, as they say. This is when when things begin to go wrong, expect challenges, expect difficulties, expect things to not always go smoothly, especially when you're making that decision to give up worrying. And today, and, and this is good, I'm telling you it's a good thing because I think the vast majority of our spiritual life, our journey, you know, the journey to give up worrying and turn to God and trust in his provision, following Jesus, the vast majority of our challenges are going to come from those everyday occurrences, those distractions, those pitfalls, those problems, those temptations, all, all, if we're not careful, all of which can make us give up and go right back to worrying Go right back to thinking, oh, this is the way it is. I'm never going to get any better. Today, we're going to look at a reminder, a reminder about the enemy, the devil, Satan. And, and you know, I don't like to give him too much credit, but I also want to make sure that we're aware of what he does and the nonsense that he uh, always tries to pull in our lives. Today, we're going to look at some words from St. Peter, 1 Peter chapter 5, and this is going to be a great reminder for all of us. So I'm glad you're here. It really is going to be a good show because, you you know, let me tell you this. One of the, and and I've been sharing very openly, very honestly with you in the past few days because I really believe that the Lord takes me through certain things so that I can experience them myself in order not only for just me to grow for them, but so that I could share with you what I've been going through. And sometimes, you've heard me say this, and, and you know, I know this is resonating with you because I'm, I'm looking at the emails you're sending me. Sometimes we don't feel God's presence. We don't feel Jesus's presence. We don't feel the presence of the Holy Spirit working in us. But that does not mean that they are all not at work in our lives. And I think if we, could, if we can conquer that desire to follow our feelings, and you know what? I gave into that desire for many years. And what it did for me is it led me to not pray. I'm praying for something for a day, for two, for maybe a couple weeks, whatever the case. And nothing appears to be happening. So what do I do? I lose interest and figure, oh, well, might as well just watch TV. And this is the challenge that we face. But can you imagine? Can you imagine? If we get accustomed to to meeting challenges in life, to experiencing struggles, to experiencing a lack of positive feelings, and learn to overcome it by moving through anyway and reminding ourselves that the Lord's hearing us. Sometimes he's just stretching us. He's just challenging us. Other times he's at work behind the scenes. If we could learn to move beyond our feelings the feeling that nothing is happening just because we can't see the evidence of God's uh, the, the God being at work with our eyes. 
If we can move beyond that, man, we're going to be bulletproof. There's nothing going to stop us, nothing going to, 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 uh, to trip us up when it comes to these pitfalls that we run into. And we'll be able to stay faithful to God, to, to keep going, to keep moving forward, and to ultimately experiencing the peace that he wants us to have. So I, I think this is just it's such an important week. When I first started, I mean, I, I know I included it in the book. I thought it was critical that we, we focused on this, but I thought, oh boy, this is, this is going to be one of those weeks that we just have to get through, you know? The week devoted to things will go wrong. I mean, it, it doesn't sound too good, does it? Let's be honest. But I'll tell you, if we can just accept it and begin to look at our problems as they appear, to look, as, to look at what appears to be hopeless situations and say, wait a minute, this isn't hopeless. It's not a big deal. I can get through this with God's help. If we can do that, we're going to be in great shape. So why don't we pray now and then let's talk about it more. All right, settle in, make yourself at home, and let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Father in heaven, what a privilege it is to be in your presence once again. Father, thank you for always looking after us. Thank you, Father, for always helping us, guiding us, providing for our needs. Thank you, Father, for creating us. Thank you for sending your Savior into the world, your Son, this our Savior, into the world. Thank you for sending us the Holy Spirit who lives and works in us. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to be able to get together and turn to you in prayer as we go through give up worry for good. Thank you, Father, for giving me the inspiration to write this book. Thank you for giving me the words on all these programs that I've done for so many years. Father, I'm going to ask you to come through again today and give me the words through the inspiration of your Holy Spirit. I know you have a message for us today. Help me to focus on what you want me to discuss. And finally, Father, I'm going to ask you to open all of our minds and hearts so that we are receptive to your message and ready to put it into practice. Oh, Heavenly Father, I ask these things in the name above all names, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, your Son, Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior, and who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I, I feel good about this. You know, I'll tell you a little inside information um, as I record this. Okay, so last night, one of those nights, and I went to sleep, and, and we're going to have, we all have these nights at times. Went to sleep. I usually go to sleep relatively quickly. It's not a not a big problem for me. I'm tired. I go to sleep. and My wife Eileen envies me because I get to sleep so quickly. But last night, I woke up after a few hours. Woke up at about 2 o'clock, and, and, and my stomach wasn't right. Um, it, this just happened sometimes. Just was grumbling, was making noises. I could hear it, and uh, nothing major, but just enough to keep me awake, you know? And then uh, because it was... I had only been asleep for a few hours. I didn't feel good because I, you know, when you, when you don't, when you sleep for just a few hours like that in the night, I don't know if you ever experienced that you wake up, you feel kind of shaky. So I was feeling kind of shaky. Plus I was trying to figure out what was going on, why I was awake. And, um, and, and, you know, it took me a few more hours, I think, to get back to sleep. So today I woke up and I was groggy. Fortunately, I woke up at my usual time, was able to say my prayers. And Eileen and I went to church. 
and it was uh, it was good. But but as as the day progressed, I started to get a headache and I was tired, so I I closed. <coughs> Excuse me. I have to take a sip of my water. That was scary. That cough came out of nowhere. I apologize for that. So I leaned it, and my daughter Mary had to go out for a little bit, and she said, why don't you close your eyes for a few minutes? And I did. I, t- I took a nap for a few minutes. Then I woke up, had a bit of a headache, but took something for that. But but here I am. I, I do feel better now than I did earlier, earlier in the day. But, you know, sometimes you just have those days. I didn't feel particularly worried about anything last night. I didn't. There wasn't a reason I was awake. I, at least I didn't know of one. But you know, you're up in the night, and then you you wake up the next morning. Some days we have this happens to us. Things happen, and when you're tired, when your body's physically tired, when you're having a rough day, it's often a, a, a reason. It, it sometimes it, it it causes you to look at things in a negative light. Things appear. A little bit more hopeless. You might be prone a little more to discouragement. But but I think it's important to recognize we're going to have these things. We're going to have these sleep disruptions. We're going to have these stomach issues. We're going to have problems. And you just you just do the best you can. And and today I was doing my reading and it it, it didn't resonate with me as it often does. I have these spiritual books I read from. I read some scripture. I talked to the Lord, and, and today it was a, a bit of a struggle, but I but I know it was because I was tired. So I, I don't want you to be too hard on yourself, but at the same time, I want you to recognize we're going to have these problems, and we're also going to have our enemy, and he is absolutely our enemy, the devil. And again, I don't like to give him too much credit, but I need to talk about him sometimes so that when he attacks you, you realize that he's just a, a, a windbag he, he, he can be dangerous because he's a really good liar. But when you hear his voice, that you begin to recognize that, oh yeah, this is part of the game. He's trying to trick me. He wants me to start worrying again because when I worry, I turn away from God and I don't trust in his providence. I mean, I'm sorry to be harsh, but that really is what's happening when we... When we worry, we're saying, look, God, you don't love me enough. You're not powerful enough to fix this problem. Either you can't do it or you don't care. Or No matter what our thinking is, when we give in to worry, and worry is a conscious decision. doesn't feel like it a lot of times, but it really is. You can always pray. You can always listen to some positive, uplifting Christian music. I did that today. I took a walk earlier today after church, and I put some music on. I like to listen to certain Christian music. It helps me. It gets me going, and it 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 focuses me on God, even when my thoughts aren't aren't are a little bit jumbled, you know. Um, anyway, got to watch the devil. He's a liar. He's he's very good at what he does, though. And while he has no power over us, which he doesn't, what he does, what he can do, is plant these thoughts in our head. And not all negative thoughts come from the devil, but but they could. So we're going to look at something St. Peter said today as a reminder that he's the devil's real and he's out to get us. He hates the Lord. He hates us. He wants us to start worrying again. Anything he can do to turn us away from God, he's going to do. And for some people, he knows that he's not going to get them to sin mortally. So he's going to find another way to get them. 
And one of the ways he likes to do it, go about it, is to plant these negative thoughts in our heads. And, and no matter how we feel, and our feelings, they go up and down. They're, not often, they're, they're often not based in reality. That's, that's an important truth that we have to remember. But boy, they sure feel bad, don't they? Like, man, I feel like this is a disaster. I feel, for instance, like God isn't with me. Sometimes I just don't feel his presence. You ever get like that? It's, the, it's not true, though. You see, even though it feels bad, and it really feels like he's not there, he's always there because his word, his written word in sacred scripture says God is always with us. And Jesus promised he would never leave us. He'll be with us always. So when we feel like he's not there, it doesn't mean that he's not there. It means that we feel like he's not there. Feelings are not facts. I say that often because that's, that's something that I need to remember myself. And I think you need to remember too. That's why I like to share it. Okay, before we talk about this verse, so what I want you to do is relax today. We're halfway through. Give up worry for good. And there is a chance that you could be feeling a little discouraged today. I think there's more than a chance. There's a real, I hear from you. I know, I know the deal. But I want you to relax. God's in charge. The devil cannot force you to do anything, but he can lie to you. You, know, you can turn the TV on and get discouraged. You can look at the internet and get discouraged. You can listen to the people at work, even the people at church sometimes, and get discouraged. We'll, we'll, we'll look at, it, at a great example of this in a, in a couple of days, in two days from now, in our, in our Give Up Worry for Good series. A reminder that, man, you're going to have those people who just are so negative about everything. Oh, that's never going to work out. Oh, man, I don't know. I'd worry about that if I were you. You know, you, don't you love those people? Sometimes those people, those voices, they're in our heads. It's us or the devil, you know. I, I can't say for sure when it's him, when it's me. But we get those thoughts. We hear those words. And what we need to remember. And look, this is the, um, this is the only way that we're going to have peace in life. We need to remember that God's powerful, all-powerful. That he can do all things, that nothing can happen without his permission, that with him nothing is impossible. We have to remember that, and that's the way we experience peace and learn to trust in him. So, welcome to Following the Truth. (laughs) I think I said that already, but I'll say it again. My name is Gary Zimek, and uh, I would would invite you to visit my website, followingthetruth.com. Hey, I want to thank you for the recent donations. I know that I've been putting the word out there. And I know the Lord's going to provide, but I really appreciate He's providing through you. And many of the donations that I've been getting lately are from folks that I've never gotten donations from before. And, and I'm really thankful. You know, you're you're trusting me. You you, you work hard for your money. I, I know it's a, it's a difficult time for many people. And you're, you're donating to my ministry to keep it alive. And, I, and I'm really grateful. I am very much dependent on you right now especially in the summer when everything is shut down. So thank you very much for, for helping me out. If you want to find out more, more about my website, including finding out uh, how to order all my books, maybe see some, 
samples of the videos that I've done, you just go to followingthetruth.com, okay? Um, but but thank you. And, and thank you for the emails, for the prayers. You know, you're just fantastic, and I'm so grateful. I'm grateful that we can spend this time together. Okay, so this week is devoted. The message this week is expect difficulties. And again, it sounds like a negative message, but it really isn't. It's a message that, okay, wait a minute, this looks bad, that looks bad, I'm feeling bad. It's okay. God's still on the throne. Everything is still in place. And when you start to to recognize that, you see the negativity around you, realize that this is a fallen world. It's not perfect here. Heaven's perfect. That's where we're headed. Right now, we got problems. And that's okay. Because the God we serve, he's bigger than any problem that we're ever going to face. That's a, that's a way of thinking that we need to, to be able to develop. It takes time. Because many of us who are worriers, we've been doing that stinking thinking thing for a long time. That negative thinking. And we got to change that. And that, again, it takes time. It's a habit. That's why this is an eight-week program. That's why this is designed to go day by day for eight weeks so that we begin to change our habits. But be patient. It does take time, okay? Today's verse is 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Now, let's let's dissect this a little bit because it's a really good message. Again, and I'm going to tell you, before we start out, take the devil seriously. He's dangerous, but he he has no power over you. None, zero, nothing, no power over you. He can't make you do anything. But he's good at deceiving us. He's good at discouraging us. He's good at lying to us. Peter says, be sober, be watchful, look around, be ready, expect the devil to get involved, especially, see what we're doing here, we're doing something that's going to bring us closer to the Lord. The devil doesn't like that. You know when he's pestering you that you're, you're, you're up to something good, you know, and you're a threat to him because if he doesn't, if he doesn't come after you, then you're not, you're, you're not a threat to him at all. If he's disrupting you just, you know, putting those discouraging thoughts in your mind, lying to you, then you are try- you're on the right track. And that's a good thing. But we just have to remember that ultimately he doesn't have power. But we want to take him seriously. So Peter says, be watchful, be sober. Your adversary, our enemy, he's our adversary. He's not our friend. He prowls around like a roaring lion. Notice that Peter does not say he is a roaring lion. And roaring lion's dangerous, right? A roaring lion can harm you. A roaring lion can attack you. Bite you, eat you up, right? Dangerous. Devil's not a roaring lion. The devil is like a roaring lion. That word like is important. Because Peter's reminding us that his bark is worse than his bite. He can hurt you physically. But he can sure talk a good game. And he's seeking someone to devour. Now he's very sneaky. He's very persistent. 
And he likes to play into our fears. Especially when we are when we're feeling negative. And you know, he he can't necessarily read your thoughts. So he tries different things. If you remember, the devil tried to tempt Jesus. And he tried a number of different techniques. It didn't work. So he's going to try different things. Those of us who are worriers, the devil can hear us, the devil can see us. And the devil can act based upon how we speak, how we act. He can see us. See that? So we give ourselves away sometimes. So he knows, based on what I say, based on what I do, how he can get to me. He sees the challenges I face, and I shared a couple of them with you in the past few days, and he's going to try to convince me, Gary, you know what? Your ministry's going to fall apart because you're not a good speaker. You're not a good writer. You're not going to have enough money to pay your bills. God won't provide. What if he gets sick, Gary? What's going to happen then? You know what I mean? And this is what he does. Have I ever fallen for his lies? Yep, I sure have. I feel bad about it, but yep. Will I ever fall for his lies again? Probably. But fortunately, I know enough now I know the power of Jesus Christ and I know what he can do in my life and I know how much he loves me. And I know that he suffered and died for me. And I've, I've read about the miracles he's performed and I've seen miracles that he performed in my life and the lives of those I know. So I believe in his power. So it takes a lot more for the devil to trick me than it did several years ago. And when he does trick me, and when I begin to give in to worry or playing the what-if game, I recognize it with the help of the Holy Spirit a lot quicker than I would before. And, and, and that's the thing for us to remember, too. We're going to slip up. You know, we're trying to give up worry. There's going to be times when we mess up. But that's okay. Because we'll learn that when we mess up, we'll learn to get back up, dust ourselves off, and keep moving forward with the Lord's help. Please don't ever forget that this is a process, this giving up worry thing. We're not used to it. We're not used to, for many of of us are not used to trusting in God to provide for our needs. So, When the devil starts to lie to us, when he starts to tempt us, when he starts to trick us, we can use the words of Jesus, as I say in the reflection for today in the book, get behind me, Satan. Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Whatever you want to say, use those words. Get out of here, Satan. You know? But again, don't give him too much attention, but don't panic when you start to experience bad feelings. This is the, this is the challenge of life. This is the challenge of living in an imperfect world. 
This is the challenge that we're all going to face. This side of heaven. But with the help of Jesus and with His Holy Spirit to guide us, we are going to be able to experience peace even in the midst of the storm. We really are. And I'm praying for you every day. And I would just ask you to pray for me and everybody else doing this Give Up Worry for Good program. I'm getting a lot of good comments. This is helping people, and I'm so thankful. And as a reminder, we're going to package all of these up once this is done, and all of these podcasts and all of the daily reflections that I've been mailing out, they're going to be available on my website so that anybody at any time can pick up a copy of Give Up Worry for Good and go through this program. Now, in fact, and I always get my, it always gets my brain tired when I start saying this, but there's a possibility that you are listening to the archived podcast and you didn't participate in this the first time we did it. That's great. That's great. And that's what I, I wanted to make sure that if somebody picks up, finds out that we did this, and it's after the first time we're, we're doing these programs in summer of 2021, I just wanted it to be possible to redo it. So that's going to be on the website. And um, so if you're listening to this now or at any time in the future and you know somebody who might want to go through this daily program, just tell them to get a copy of Give Up Worry for Good and head on over to followingthetruth.com and they will be able to start from the beginning. So that will probably be available in a few weeks. We're putting them up on the website now as, as we do these podcasts. But you're, you're, you're doing good. I really believe you're doing good. And I've judging by your emails, by your comments, it seems to me that you're right on target. And I'm not getting any negative comments. If you are struggling, if it is impacting, if you know these discouragements are impacting you anyway, if you're getting the negative thoughts... Try email. Please email me at following at Gary at followingthetruth.com. If for some reason I don't get back to you in a few days, shoot me another email. I apologize, but sometimes I do miss emails. I try to answer all of my mail, but sometimes some of them fall between the cracks. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me. I want to remind you that I am available to come to your parish, to your conference, to give a give up worry for good talk or a give up worry for Lent parish mission. Please contact me through my website, followingthetruth.com, and we could work out the details. And I want to thank you again for spending this time with me. I know your time is valuable, and you could you could spend it elsewhere. You choose to hang out with me, and I'm very, very thankful. Uh, again, hang in there one day at a time. Expect the challenges. Expect the problems. Sometimes you just have to muscle through them. You really do. And we'll talk more about it later in the week. But if you're not feeling anything, try your best to keep going anyway. And then you're going to, it's not going to last forever. Your pain will not last forever, okay? Have a wonderful day. God bless you. And God willing, I'm going to see you back here tomorrow for another episode of Following the Truth. Bye-bye.